Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you'll need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. What's up, you guys? Sean Ross, managing editor, Fightful.com, FightfulWrestling.com. If you haven't figured it out yet, it's your hot new wrestling news source, my friends. Go over there. We cover MMA and boxing, too, but maybe you don't like those. That's why we had the individual domains. This show brought to you by our premium service, FightfulSelect.com. We have Q&A podcast, retro review podcast. Ask as many questions as you want. Lots of cool stuff over there. Not going to run down all of it, but we're adding more stuff all the time. We review a lot of non-WWE stuff over there. We have a show dedicated to reviewing 205 Live, NXT, uh, NXT UK. Head over there, check it out. That is the most direct way to support Fightful.com. And uh, if you were a subscriber to Fightful Select, you got a notification at about 6.42 Eastern. And it was titled SmackDown Spoiler. And it let you know that Daniel Bryan would be winning the WWE title tonight and that he would go on to face Brock Lesnar at Survivor Series. So you never know what we'll post up there. Shout-outs to Robbie uh, Fox of Barstool Sports for that one. He knew that well before most people backstage did. But... Let's go ahead and talk about this. This is a huge episode of SmackDown. I am joined by Alex Palowski. Alex, how you doing? Um, still reeling from that episode of SmackDown, and um, and 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 wondering not only implications, obviously, for the Sunday, but but far beyond. Like they they could easily take this in a crazy new directions, and oh, I'm yeah. I'm interested to see where it goes. I know a lot of you are, are new to Fightful. You're checking the show out for the first time. Uh, I break a little bit of news, do a little bit of writing, podcasting. I've done a little bit of wrestling, managing, uh, commentary, stuff like that in my past. Alex is uh, one of our – he's actually my former associate editor, assistant editor, and uh, has a lot of stage experience, acting experience, which uh, tends to help a lot on programs like this. Alex has a nice eye for seeing things that, that many many often don't, but – Really, what we got to cover starts with last night because you yeah. and I on this show talked about the happy accident with the visual. Yeah. A, a photograph that will be screen printed on shirts and then turned into actual currency that you can use to buy things. <laughs> like, you know what? If, if they got rid of some of the old racist presidents on the yeah. dollar bill and they put bloody face Becky yeah. Lynch on there. Becky Bucks. I would, yeah. I would pay, happily pay for everything in Becky Bucks. Yeah, I mean, you know, Bitcoin's kind of going downhill, but the Becky Bucks we can we can work yeah. on. Yep. I mean, there was Dogecoin at one point, for the love of God. So last night, you and I had this conversation, and I said, man, it's, it's only a happy accident if Becky can go. And at that point, as you know, I was, I was getting a little bit of info, like Becky's being checked out backstage, and she's not in a vehicle with the rest of the SmackDown girls. They grabbed her and said, no, you're going to come through this curtain. Yeah. It wasn't that great. I learned this afternoon, Alex, that Becky Lynch had sustained a concussion, and I was told a broken nose. As we learned, Alex, it was actually a broken face. Break, broken face is what they said. My 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 concern uh, was uh, orbital bone, but I guess that mm-hmm. usually refers to the outer edge. And down here, where she got hit, that's just your face. There's yeah. no like that's just a face. Uh, they're not real, real really fun scientific way of saying that that's a that's a face that's a face break right there so last night i the initial reaction i was getting backstage is the typical it ain't ballet shit happens no big deal well then the footage came through yeah and then the recounts from other people in the battle royal came through and nia Jax has heat on her now and perhaps appropriately so i'm not even gonna say 
perhaps appropriately so. Definitely appropriately so. This is a situation that we're in where people who get in the ring with her have often ended up hurt. And the reputation of that has been such for, for quite a while, including several several situations over the past couple of months. I mean, my God, I, I don't know how to put this any differently. And and we were told uh, at Fightful.com and had the news up before anybody else this afternoon, Becky's out of the match. Well, that's bad news. That's yeah. bad news. And it was all speculation until this crowd video, which is up on Fightful.com, of Nia Jax clocking Becky Lynch emerged. WDB went all in on this. They're like, well, if if yep. this is going to be out there, and to their credit, I think it's a good idea. Yes. They're they're like, if if this is out there and Becky's over to this level, let's go ahead and get some heat on Nia. And yes. they did it. And they showed some real clear angles of this punch, Alex. This was not a work punch. Nope. Like there was nothing worked about this. It was a closed fist strike to the face, Alex. Yeah. Um you mentioned earlier that, that I have a lot of uh, stage acting experience, and I do. And I've also been a fight choreographer in plays that have fights in them. Uh, you do a lot of, like, old-timey Shakespeare stuff. Sometimes there's big battles. Like, you do a production of Macbeth. Usually they're going to have a bunch of guys swinging around dull broadswords. And one-on-one, it's really easy to choreograph because, you know, you guys learn their moves. There's no problems. But sometimes directors come to me and they say, all right, we're going to have 12 guys on stage fighting. They're going to like, one guy's going to fight this guy, then he's going to move over to fight that guy. I'm like, okay, you've got to build in a lot more rehearsal time for this. Because when it just breaks down to like everyone's doing all this stuff, it's really hard to, to keep everyone in line and not have somebody accidentally Alex, we were in the face. We were poking fun. Sorry to interrupt, but I kind of poked fun last week about the brawl on stage about how Titus and Bobby Lashley were resolved to pummeling underhooks in over yeah. and over because they're like, yeah. you got a trained fighter and a guy yeah. who's been wrestling for a decade, and they're like, I don't know what to do with my hands during yeah. this brawl. Yeah, like they well, they weren't sure what to do, and they did know enough to not use that hand and just throw a closed fist at somebody's face if that person is the biggest star in the WWE right now. Like that's yeah. that's a problem. I mean, I understand she's just out there doing it, like she wasn't like wasn't malicious, but I, this also brings up them with something we should probably have talked about last night where they mentioned that Ember Moon came up in this business idolizing Nia Jax. Yes, that. Um, Ember Moon has been doing this shit since 2007, back when Nia Jax had no inkling that she was ever going to be a wrestler. Yeah. It's insulting to say that. And the whole thing is that, okay, fine, Nia Jax is a little older, but there are other bigger women you could use to get over the idea of this massive woman who can throw other women around. You have somebody in uh, NXT UK in Rhea Ripley, who's been doing this longer than Nia Jax and is 12 years younger than Nia Jax. You have other people you can use that, that for your, you know, your giant immovable, irresistible force thing that aren't going to smack somebody in the face and and maybe put them out for experienced periods of time. You know, I fully expect anytime we talk, speak negatively about any female wrestler, there's going to be the weird railroading and stuff. This boils down, I think, a lot to nepotism, and it does. And yeah. I had I had one person say, "The Rock's cousin. Uh, you don't see a lot of his fake cousins doing this, but you see his real one doing this." Yeah. And man. Does she have does she have ability and potential? Damn right she does. She yeah. has a lot of potential. She had a real good match with Ronda Rousey. Yeah. And regardless of how good Ronda Rousey is early in her career, you can't have that type of match on accident with a person who has been wrestling for three and a half years like Nia Jax and a person who hasn't been wrestling for six, seven months. Like yeah. you have to have some level of ability and talent and and potential to do that. However, it's happened several times. You know, she she threw an elbow drop to the back of Bailey when Bailey was seated up. She planted the wrong leg when trying to hit a backbreaker on Oscar and just dropped her straight down. Yeah. She threw Tamina or Zelina out to the point. Zelina just came back tonight. Yeah, she's been out. It's, it's happened, and we had this discussion about about Brie Bella. I mean, the thing is, Nia's Nia's had that that those couple of breaks off and. I want her to get better. I do because there is potential in her, but 
I've not seen the improvement. I've not seen the, I've not seen her work get better since she came to the main roster, which a lot of people thought it was a little early. Not only that, you look back at her reaction when her name was called and the legitimate surprise, yeah. maybe a little bit of, of her being overwhelmed. Yeah. Listen, uh, I, I, I've been a much more of an advocate for Nia Jax over the years of this podcast than you have, mainly because I loved what I saw in her in NXT. I love because again, but those matches they get worked and worked and worked and worked so that they're polished before they come and go in front of an audience because they have that time. And her stuff that she did with Bailey, where Bailey finally beat her with a guillotine, that was a great. The storytelling that match was great. I loved her series of matches with Oscar. I thought those were all really good. It told different stories, and I loved the idea that with a woman of her size, the in-ring storytelling you could do. There was there was a virtually a whole nother avenue of things you could do with things with a woman of her size in the ring. So I was excited to see where where she would improve when she came up to the main roster. And I don't know how much she has improved. I saw a lot of improvement in her matches in NXT, but once you get up to the main roster, you don't have all that time in the performance center, all those reps, all, getting the hang of everything, working with people who are just working with you one on one, and and it suffered for, for in my opinion what I've seen. So uh, other things that I had heard this afternoon and we had posted, I had posted either on my Twitter or Fightful Select or Fightful.com, FightfulWrestling.com. Check it out, my friends. We, we've got a lot of live viewers right now. So Becky had a big uh, black eye. I had There were some people on Reddit who were like, oh, this can't be taken seriously because you don't know that she has a concussion. Or I mean, that's what I said. I, I had heard via a source she had a concussion and they suspected she had a broken nose. However, I am not Becky Lynch's doctor. And I'm not going to pretend to be. I'm not going to pretend to have access to her medical records. I can tell you that people backstage assumed she had a broken, uh, a broken nose. Yeah. Uh, WWE says a broken face, and I tried to get a hold of WWE today. I reached out for comment and nothing, and understandably so because it's going to be worked into a big storyline. The Liv Morgan Brie Bella situation, they were able to clear that up very quickly because that wasn't going to be worked into anything for that night's SmackDown. This was a big hook yeah. to get them to to get people to, to tune into the show. And I, I was told there is heat on Naya. There wasn't immediately last night, but there is now. But here's the thing. I also had one wrestler tell me, yeah, there's heat on Naya, but who will say anything to her? Not that they're afraid that she'll beat them up or anything. It's just yeah. afraid of the long lasting ramifications of saying something like that. Now, that being said, a lot of people would say, oh, well, because of the rock, because of the rock. Well, the thing is, you think Dwayne Johnson's going to take time out of his day to to politically bury somebody who is working nonsense? No, he's not going to do that because what Dwayne Johnson does very well is make sure everybody likes him. Yes. And it's not a non-genuine thing. It is a very genuine thing. He is widely adored by almost everybody in wrestling for his ability to do that and to do nice things and to help put people over. People you would have no idea that that he even knew about, he'll go out of his way to put over on Twitter. But there still is that fear because of the connection and because of her place of that. And hey, I hope she gets better. I hope she improves. I think that you know, I you know, I criticized Tamina's work an awful lot and her human statue performance on Raw, but she didn't do anything out of her depth. Nope. I did an interview with Christopher Daniels of Ring of Honor a few weeks ago, and it, it's he's. 48 almost. He's almost 50 and he's still wrestling. And I'm like, what's your secret to longevity? You don't get hurt. Nothing ever happens. And he says, you know what I don't do? I don't do anything in minute three that I can't do at minute 30 in a match. And because of that, I don't get hurt. Nobody else gets hurt. And I get a long career out of it. It's not always the case. And it's not always realistic to do that either. But I think that's some pretty good advice from a guy who's done almost everything in the wrestling business outside of uh, WWE. So here's the hoping that everything ends up okay. Becky Lynch busted up, man. Busted up real bad. We get the the highlight of that on uh, at, on the beginning of SmackDown. It's just nasty, man. Just nasty. Before we get into our SmackDown review, I'll go ahead and get my plugs out of the way. Fightful Wrestling Weekly drops every Friday, 6 a.m. Eastern. Our friends at Pro Wrestling Unlimited cover it. I also cover it on the Weekender podcast on Fightful Select where I review Lucha Underground, Ring of Honor, Impact, uh, uh, 
Ring of Honor, all kinds of stuff over there. Also, I give an injury report every week. Also, uh, listen, your boy, 3 p.m. Eastern. We are two weeks away from Listen, Your Boy 100. If you all don't check out that show, it is our Fightful flagship show. Myself and Fightful.com founder Jimmy Van, who's broken some stories of his own. We, we have a bit of a, a surprise off. I've showed up a couple times, did some green screen trickery, and he's tried to out-surprise me since then. I'm going to pull up. I, I've already committed. Plus, I'm fighting my producer, Melissa, on the yeah. show. That is a legit fight that's going to happen. Me versus Melissa. Listen, your boy, 100. We're doing a press conference next week. It'll be on the list in your boy. I have also promised a bunch of things I probably shouldn't have. Explosions. Moves banned by WWE. I think yesterday, Alex, I committed to at least one bone being broken. Yep. Fuck. Got to do that. Yep. Uh, I think I promised new music. I promised a special intro. But I'm going to promise now my greatest green screen trick of all time. Listen, your boy, 100, November 28th, but Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern. Get the latest edition, and boy, we'll have a lot to talk about. Whoo, boy. Also, Fightful MMA podcast today, uh, 2 p.m. Eastern. That was a good one. Subscribe to our new MMA boxing channel. Let's talk about SmackDown Live. I've got a lot more backstage news to just unload. No Bluetooth segue tonight. <laughs> So they they say that Becky Lynch is out of the match. So here's the funny thing. They weren't told over like the loudspeaker that Becky Lynch had a broken face until midway through the show. So I had people at the show saying, LOL, broken face. And I'm like, yeah, old news. That, that's like 802 news. Get out of here with that. Get out of here with that 802 news. But AJ Styles is in the ring and he's interrupted by Paul Heyman. Heyman says everybody and Brock Lesnar really wanted him to face Daniel Bryan. That's the dream match. And Styles is no consolation. But Styles says he's been getting better since last year when he faced Brock Lesnar. And he respects Bryan, but this is his spot. Bryan trots out. <laughs> and, I mean, we've been saying this on the show for several several months. He's been a very heelish yeah. baby face. Like, he's been a bit of a dick. Yeah, no, he's been to be his credit. To them, if they've if they've been prop if this is what they've been doing of a slow build to what we saw at the end of the show tonight, credit to them because it started out as just being like, "Hey, um, Debray, maybe you shouldn't say like that." Miss is a coward. Like, like he doesn't wrestle the same way you do, but that's kind of weird that like you have zero respect for this exactly. guy. Like, and 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 we were like, I guess that's the baby face thing to do in wwe but it just feels awkward it's it's the rousey issue where she's like oh yeah well you banged this wrestler and it's like i don't care right i don't care nikki bella's vagina nikki bella's business homegirl like (laughs) why are you bringing that up in a promo yeah small smallpox that's 802 news too that happened a long time ago yeah and that happened with brian a lot like before daniel bryan left you could really kind of play that that miz is a wimp card but man, you see all the obligations he has. And when you think that he doesn't have enough obligations, it's like, oh yeah, by the way, we need you to star in this smash hit reality show too, by the way. Right, right. And and hey, your wife, while she's off the road, can she do that too? Yeah. So so yeah, it's it's been building for a while. Just little drips, you know, here and there, a uh, little trickle of of heelishness. Uh and then him just like flying off the handle last week. Going going nuts on you know on, on Samoa Joe and okay, uh, I I kind of forgot that he choked you out too as part of this whole feud yeah. thing with AJ Styles, but I guess you hadn't forgot about it, Daniel. Um, and then you know this it, it, at the beginning of this thing, like he just comes out to the ring to tell AJ Styles, "Keep my name out your mouth." Yeah, and and I I kind of like that considering sure. how he's been for several months. It's incredibly uh, consistent. Yeah. Just, hey, this really didn't need to be a thing I need to be a dick about, but I'm going to be anyway. Right. And that's what he does. He shows up and says, keep my name out of your mouth. Yep. And that's it. And there's Paul Heyman over there, you know, doing the the, the Mr. Burns. Excellent. Like, he knows he's cooked something up here. He knows that he yeah. has. So AJ say, says his name, and a brawl breaks out. 
Daniel Bryan was true to his word. He punched AJ Styles. Shane McMahon interrupts it. Now, I was actually told that there was consideration of Shane McMahon being replaced in the Survivor Series match with Randy Orton as of today. Like there was some discussion about that. I don't know why or if that that ended up being axed, but that was something that was brought up today wow. at the tapings. And I wonder if so many of the shifts they thought one too many, perhaps. Yeah, yeah maybe. So they have to be broken up, but it continues backstage. And I thought the pull apart in the office was done really well too. Me too. I like for that. for some of the makeshift things that they've had to put together between Roman Reigns and Becky Lynch, keep in mind <laughs> two of like if you had two people and you're a WWE writer and you're like, man, I really don't want them to go down. It's yeah. probably at this point Roman Reigns and Becky Lynch, and both of them went out, and you had to come up with something. I think yeah. they've done damn well for themselves. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, 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 I agree. I mean, they've, they've, they've figured out a way of doing this and, and listen, it's, it's a, it's a thing that happens somehow with WWE is that they're only creative when their backs are against the wall. You know, like they, they have this thing. Oh, oh crap. Everything that, that we had planned over the next six months is out the window. Now we have to do a show tonight. Yeah. So everybody give me any idea, no idea is too crazy, and we're going to figure out one. And that's how it happens. Because if you have all this time, and you can say, okay, uh, give me your pitches for the next cycle of stories that's going to start in three months. Everyone's like, uh, we could do this thing again. And, and that's because they know that's probably what's going to please the boss. But now it's like, you don't, you don't have time to do that. You've you got to actually get new things out there, interesting things. And I don't wish illness or injury on anyone, but the product I think becomes better when, when somebody has a, something like this happen. And it's, that's horrible. I wish they were, they would do something like this while people were still healthy. Yeah. I'm with you. I'm completely with you. What, What can I add to that? Jeff Hardy defeated Andrade Cien Almas. Welcome back, Zelina. This was a very obvious match, and I, I do kind of like the picture in picture because not really much of anything happens. It's very house showish during the commercials, but Hardy gets caught up in the tree of woe, falls victim to that real dumb Del Rio stomp. Have you seen the way that there that some wrestlers are doing this to make it good though? Oh, I have not. Oh, I love it. Uh, Johnny Impact and Killer Cross did it on Impact, where Killer Cross slid outside the ring and his feet were hung up on the bottom rope. So Uh, he had nothing to hold on to, but he is being planked essentially by uh, the ring apron. And then Johnny impact jumps off and does the stomp. And it's beautiful because he can't reach up to grab anything. What's he going to grab onto? And his feet are in such a way you can't really just lower your feet and get out. It's, it's a really good way to make that move make sense. Good. But you got to do it outside. Uh, the Almas double knees aren't dumb, though. This is just a really average match that I thought Almas worked hard to try to fire up. But yeah. Trista Fade and Swanton for the Hardy win. The Miz picks Jeff Hardy to replace Daniel Bryan on SmackDown Survivor Series team. I don't like what they're doing with Almas, but when, when you think of what marquee names can we put on Survivor Series, Jeff Hardy is a bigger name than Almas, even though I don't like that. Yeah, by far. Um, and you know, like when you, you see what they're doing with Almas, and you go, ah, gosh, you know, he's he's really impressive in this in the in the time he gets on 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 screen. Maybe they would reward him with some kind of push of some kind. Um, and it really it wasn't six weeks ago. They were like, when is AOP going to get a match on on television? And all of a sudden, Drake Maverick comes out. He's the he's the manager and. A few weeks later, they're the tag champs, and they've got a match uh, at Survivor Series. So I feel like the problem with this is, is that they don't like capitalize on the amazing uh, run that these guys are on sometimes in NXT when they first get called up. They cool them off. They don't use them. People don't know who they are. They're not really taken seriously. And all of a sudden, they're like, hey, this guy, you like him. We're telling you you like him. We're telling you that he's formidable, and he's got a push now as opposed to actually just usually uh, utilizing that uh, grassroots uh, thing that they get in NXT before they get brought up. They're usually good in NXT, and that's why they get brought up. Use that. Yeah. 
Yeah, a couple more plugs for tomorrow, guys. We have a full slate of content tomorrow. Every morning after Raw and SmackDown, my match ratings go up. I do a 1 out of 10 scale. Starts at 5, goes up or down. There's an explanation within them. I also publish them the night of pay-per-views. But at 1 p.m. Eastern, just before listening, your boy, at 3 p.m. Eastern, uh, we go live with the Triple H Media Conference Call. Fightful has been invited onto the conference call. We will be the only place where you can stream it live. That will be at Fightful.com and FightfulWrestling.com, as well as here on our YouTube. We'll get a little time with Triple H after his pec injury. It's, it's rough, man. But also up on the MMA and Boxing channel right now, we have Fightful uh, or Fighters reacting to that insane UFC Denver knockout, that back elbow Great, cool stuff. One of the coolest knockouts ever. And that will go up on our site tomorrow as well. Backstage, The Miz says that he wants Ray off the team because he's Daniel Bryan's pick. And Paige says, well, we're not doing that. But if you want him off the team, you got to beat him. I thought this was a really great way to add stakes to a match that had no point. And SmackDown has been very, very good at that of late. Yeah, Just, Just adding something. Because I, I didn't know. I was like, you know what? Maybe they will. Maybe this is how Orton gets on the team. Yeah. Like, how does that happen? This was a very creative way to just add a little something. Yeah, it's uh, it is. It's uh, it's it's very sly. These these ways of adding stakes. I'm 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 here for it. Uh, any any anything any match should have a reason why it's happening. Um, if it's not part of a greater feud, give me give me some some reason for it. Uh, and this is good. Um, I, I, I didn't think they were going to re- remove Ray because, because Marquee he's name. Ray, because he's Ray, you know what I mean? So, uh, I didn't, I didn't think that the outcome was really in doubt. Um, but I, I, I did think that if they were going to do it, it was going to be in favor of Randy Orton and let that kind of further whatever that was doing. But uh, as we saw at the end of the match, they're still doing something with Randy. I love Ray and Miz's work together. They yeah. go a hundred miles an hour and they are made for one another. This is every time the Miz has Ray elevated in that skull crushing finale. I just, I want him to hit that one time. <laughs> I don't know how it'll end up, yeah. but also I could see Ray like flipping out of that as well. Like going sure. around the arm. Miz does this uh, really nice slingshot, sit down power bomb for two. Miz catches Ray in a wheelbarrow hold and teases that skull-crushing finale, but is sent into a 6-1-9. Mysterio flies in and knees on a frog splash attempt, but cradles Miz for the win. Good stuff. Great chemistry. Always look forward to them working together. Also, I'm, I kind of like the idea of Ray Mysterio adopting the frog splash as a finishing move. Yeah, no, uh, that's fine with me too. Uh, I like that. Um, uh, I, also, I also think it's, it's interesting. Like you, If you watch The Miz, The Miz is a wrestling nerd. And I think that there was part of him that wondered if he's ever going to get a chance to wrestle Ray again. And, you know, like that kind of a thing. And now he's back and Ray's in great shape. If I get, I'm, if I, you put me in there with a legendary worker, I'm going to prove that I belong in the ring with them. Like, that's what I feel like, like Miz always steps up in, in, uh, in uh, matches against great competition. Um, and this was no different. Like it's, it's a, these guys work really well together because I think uh, Miz takes it really seriously. Randy Orton shows up and tries to attack Mysterio, but settles for beating up <laughs> Miz instead. That's I just good. love how he's just completely indiscriminate yep. against who he discriminates against. Chaotic <laughs> evil. That's that guy. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, sure. Why not? Paige brings out the SmackDown women's division. Says that Becky Lynch can't compete Sunday, so she's picking her replacement. Becky comes out, gets a great ovation, brings up what happened uh, last night. And I love the line where she says she can't finish what she started yet. It says, Rhonda isn't the baddest bitch on the planet. She's the luckiest bitch on the planet. Yep. Ooh, always with the zingers, man. Yeah. Yeah. I I, I thought for us for a, for a little bit today that they could have salvaged this for both ways and just not done this this match on Sunday at all and said that not only is Becky injured for real, but Rhonda is, is uncleared to work kayfabe because of the arm thing that happened on, on last night. And that way, neither of them get, and they, they get, they put it off for a while. Neither of them work on Sunday 
and we build this thing happening at the Royal Rumble or at Mania or whatever. Um, I'm fine with what they're doing here, but I thought there was a chance to salvage it a little bit more and not have either of them. The problem with that is that they're riding round Ronda Rousey so hard as being like the face of the company right now. They can't they can't slow that down. That train's left the station and it's barreling toward a ravine. So like they're going for it a whole hog. Uh, I did love Becky's promo here. I thought she was great. I don't great. know who's writing for her, but they're doing a damn good job. Yep. Doing a real good job. Becky Lynch goes through all the the possibilities to pick. And uh, let me tell you, if it were Cyber Sunday or Taboo Tuesday, Asuka's getting that match, Alex. Yeah. The reaction to Asuka in that moment mm-hmm. was more than probably three or four times anybody else's. Yeah, uh, Asuka would have been my pick too because I feel like they're going to build to Charlotte versus Ronda with real stakes attached, not stupid Raw versus, you know, Red versus Blue. Um, But also, Asuka had this great thing when she won the the Royal Rumble last year and Ronda made her debut and Ronda gets in the ring to shake hands with Asuka and Asuka slaps her, her hand aside. That's never been capitalized since. So um, I'm. It's just it's just a, they they've really dropped the ball with Oscar. We were talking about what they did with Andrade Cien Almas and how they didn't use AOP for a long time, but Oscar, man, she came in right in like a I don't know how many day winning streak, how many match winning streak, and now she's like occasionally I get on TV and I am friends with Naomi. That's the extent of what she is now. So they couldn't give her the match with Ronda. They could have if they had been using her properly, but now it would seem ridiculous to give somebody who's never on TV a a, a match with Ronda Rousey, even though everybody in that arena remembers how great Asuka is and is like, that's the match we want to see because we know how great she is. You have, in storyline, nerfed her to the point where it's not even possible. Well, I mean, people were like, here's your chance. Bring, We'll let it slide. We'll let it slide. Uh, Lynch picks Charlotte. It says, tap her out like I was going to, and then hugs Charlotte. So initially I was like, okay, I would have went without that hug. Then the more I think about it, I'm like, no, this accomplishes an awful lot of shit. And I mean an awful lot of stuff. You want an easy way to bridge into a four horsewomen, four horsewomen deal? You've patched that one hole. Also, Becky's problem never really was... Man, I hate Charlotte. Her problem was, I want to beat Charlotte. And she mm-hmm. did. Yeah. It's like, all right, cool. We're, yeah. we're- Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Good. We're good yeah. now. I'm fine. And uh I I I grew more fond of this moment as it went along. Yeah, I um I, I like the handshake. I thought the handshake was good. My initial reaction to the hug was, oh, that's too much." And then I realized when they when they pulled around and they could see it was Becky was whispering something to Charlotte and Charlotte's face and the smile there. That wasn't Becky hugging Charlotte. That was Rebecca hugging Ashley. These two women are great, great, great friends. And, and I think that Ashley knows what it means for Rebecca to be in this position, in this company, how, how far she's come since she was like this person we really wanted to get a title shot. And it's really kind of sad that she never, she always gets passed over to now becoming legitimately the biggest star in the company. Um, and I think it meant a lot. Like there's that moment 
where Seth Rollins pinned Roman Reigns to become champion for the first time. And the, the, the audio picked up him saying, thank you so much, dude. As he was, as he was, I, I want to know what Becky was whispering to Charlotte. Like that seems like a really, really pivotal moment in their friendship. Yeah, like I said, initially I was like, ooh, I wouldn't do that. And then I was like, no, it's it's fairly consistent. And I'm okay with it, especially if it bridges that gap. And it's like, man, you were going to have to at some point. What better yeah. opportunity than now? Take that. I right. mean, how often do we criticize WDB for having the opportunity for an easy out and not taking it? This was that opportunity. Yep. Becky hand-selecting Charlotte and saying, Here's me saying sorry without saying I'm sorry because that's that's how you take the edge off of Becky Lynch. You have her go, yeah. I'm so sorry, Charlotte. No, this was her make yep. good for yeah. anything bad that she ever did to Charlotte in her own way. I loved it. And there also, was a there was a bit of a threat in there too. Yeah. You tap her out like I was going to. There's an implied or else in yeah. there. Also, uh, one of my favorite things about this segment is the Iconics during this group hug <laughs> did not participate. Billy was like, yeah, good job, while Peyton patted the group. That was so funny. My favorite part of, of, of them in this segment was when Becky was going to uh, all the people, and when she went to them first, they were like, huh, us? Give us the title, give us the, <laughs> the shot because it would think, because with them it would be the both of them. And yes. I love the idea that, that it wouldn't be either of them, it would be both of them at the same time. Let me ask you a question. Yes, in kayfabe, why did the cologne stand around awkwardly half naked all the time? Because wearing no shirt with jeans mm-hmm. looks a lot more uncomfortable for everybody else. Than them wearing their gear with no shirts. Yes, uh, I I agree. I, I will say I will say practically, it is because they have no merch, and they cannot wear anything else. Uh, the Good Brothers they just have got merch. that WWC tape library <laughs> money, though they can afford shirts. That's true. But like, what shirts would they be wearing? Like WWE shirts? Yeah. Um, everybody else is wearing their own actual merch, or with sanity. You have guys who are wearing their gimmick. The colognes have no gimmick and they have no merch. The col- like, if you were not watching, if you've been only watching for the, say what the past eight months, and and this segment starts and you go, who are those guys? No, literally, who are those men in jeans? I've never seen them before in my life. Like, they're they're not. They're, when was that something on TV? I mean, the Good Brothers never on TV. But at least we recognize those guys. Um, they are just begging for Rob Schamberger to discover some Puerto Rican wrestling. That way, yeah. he'll he'll do one of his vid- one of his videos. I recently discovered Carlos Colon, and they just get one of those shirts that WWE automatically yeah. makes because he did some great art. This is the Usos rallying up the Good Brothers and Sanity and. Saying it even get a purge plug in there, you know, yeah. they're for the brand. Yeah, for the brand. Shout, shout outs to my dude Pat McAfee. Uh, then Nakamura cuts a real bad promo on Rollins because you can't yeah. understand a goddamn thing he says, and they keep yeah, putting him in these unfortunate situations. I I actually like the substance of it. Well, he said he was going to break Seth's face, which well, I didn't know Nia was supposed to be in his corner. That that part was probably an ill fated choice of words. I liked the substance of it of like. He said, like Seth says, he's forgotten about me. He doesn't. He's not thinking of me. He's doing this deal with Dean Ambrose. But ever since the match has been announced between the two of us, he's all I can think about. I've been obsessing over him. And Seth, when you say you don't, you don't think of me. You break my heart. So I'm going to break your face. That the substance of that promo is great. The problem is, is it takes Shinsuke Nakamura 12 minutes to say it, and and he's getting wadded by the crowd throughout it. And his his English is is the accent. His English is good. He knows the words he's saying, but the accent is very thick, and it's just hard. It's just hard, man. Not hard to give him a manager though, and that's that's what you do with people that you could have yeah, a tough time you, speaking English. You really could. The bar defeated the new day. This was a six man tag match. The bar really control things almost throughout this entire match. 
Good double backbreaker that takes out Kofi. Big E sent into the barricade, and he is a non-factor the rest of this match. Yeah. Xavier hits a missile dropkick. Kofi highlights things for New Day with his hot tag. Xavier gets sent into the announce table by Big Show, and then Kofi almost gets a three on an SOS on Cesaro. Kofi caught with a KO punch, and the bar win. I got to say, Big Show was acting like every user-controlled tag team partner on WWE 2K ever. <laughs> He's like, I don't care about your rules. And just <laughs> hopping off the apron and eliminating the other problems. It's like, come on, man. I like Have that a lot. Decorum. Have some decorum. Have some decorum. I did. I like the KO punch out of the air. Um, Big Show got up really slowly and gingerly. Like I'm wondering if he might have tweaked one of his knees because he did not look good after that after that pinfall cover. He was limping and ha- and leaning on the ring ropes. I'm wondering if he's uh, as okay as he seems. Um, well, but the fortunate thing is, given the situation he's in, he doesn't have to wrestle. No, he doesn't. He can just be he can be be out there throwing KO punches. And a, um, and a great use of him is this is totally. him with the bar. Yeah. Uh, listen, this is the other thing is that um, give the Usos somebody. I don't care who who's their third man, and you got a great six man tag tournament. Sure. On on uh, on SmackDown. This is your first time checking us out. We go live five minutes after every Raw, SmackDown, pay-per-view broadcast. We have MMA podcasts as well that go live afterwards. NXT TakeOver and Survivor Series, both the case this weekend. But let's go ahead and talk about the main event. A little backstage news for you guys. Today, on the, I want to call it a whiteboard. I don't know if it's actually a whiteboard, but the main event of the show was listed as Match. Now, I have joked with Alex. I don't know if I've ever said this on air or off the air, but if I if I haven't, I'm saying it on the air. Because I would often post what would happen on Raw and SmackDown this year, WWE has switched the amount of information that they put out to certain people to prevent me from getting that info to where they don't put the match listings out there. They put superstar versus superstar. But backstage, they still have the listing. Right. Not tonight. They just had match. But the thing is, the last time that happened, they swerved everybody and did the Daniel Bryan AJ Styles match at the top of the card. Well, why'd they do that? Because up until very, very shortly before uh, that SmackDown, they were going to do that match at the Performance Center. They were going to have an NXT ref. They were going to have the families of the wrestlers there. They were going to do it there. All that stuff. But that all changed because Daniel Bryan didn't want to go to Crown Jewel. If you ever wondered, and uh, I'll, I'll go ahead and answer this question from the chat. <laughs> Somebody said, is Daniel Bryan bulletproof? And I'm thinking, you damn right he is. When the Jacksonville Jaguars owner wants to get into wrestling and is throwing money around like I've been hearing he is, you damn right Daniel Bryan's bulletproof. They don't want to risk him going anywhere else. So then we get this situation. Daniel Bryan defeated AJ Styles to become WWE champion. Now, this wasn't a spectacular match by any stretch of the imagination, Alex. Why is that? Well, because about eight minutes of it was hidden behind commercials. Yeah. We had eight minutes of commercials versus five minutes of action at one point. It was, it was very rough. But Daniel Bryan becomes WWE champion. Let's go ahead and work over the match. Styles hits a flying forearm. Starts to work over Brian's leg, but Brian knocks Styles off the top rope. Brian does this awesome punt to AJ Styles' arm mm-hmm. that I loved. And uh, then Brian gets a dropkick, Super Frankensteiner, belly to back superplex, and narrowly escapes a Styles clash himself. The finish of this match was fast, furious, and really good. A Styles victory roll, he gets up, hits a Pele kick, but then eats knees on a springboard 450 and is put into a yes lock like effortlessly. It was real good. He gets to the ropes, and a flying knee is countered into a drop kick by Styles, but Brian turns the calf crusher into an arm bar. Styles gets out of that and hits one of the best damn catapults I have ever seen Mm -hmm. in pro wrestling. But then Styles flies into the ref, and Brian kicks Styles right in the penis. I don't think, first off, that AJ's going to be adding any more initials to his tattoo anytime soon, based on the 2018 he's had. He is getting kicked right in the Wendy's 
over and over and over again. <laughs> Alex, at this point, like, do you ever watch true crime shows? Uh, I used to, not so much anymore. So you know the scene where you know, the cop always has to break the news to the wife? Yes. That's got to happen at some point. Like on the Edge yeah. and Christian show, <laughs> Edge and Christian have to go to Wendy and like knock on her door and they're like, and she's, she's just like, oh no, tell me it didn't happen again. <laughs> like she breaks down and then you cut to her like in a confessional. I knew it as soon as they opened the door. <laughs> I knew what had happened. He had been kicked right in the penis. And Edge and Christian have to break the news. I'm sorry, ma'am, to have to tell you this. It happened again. We thought it wasn't going to happen anymore. But he got kicked right in the Wendy's. Lost in all this is the fact that Daniel Bryan actually did win the WWE Championship with a flying knee and then kicked Styles in the head afterwards. Alex, I know that I've just unleashed a lot for you to unpack here. But man, Daniel Bryan, WWE Champion. Credit to our boy Robbie Fox of Barstool Sports. We were talking about this before the show. He had it before a lot of people did. And uh, we posted it on FightfulSelect.com. What do you think, Alex? Uh, I I really did enjoy the substance of the match that we got to see uh, for the commercials. But I, I loved everything about the finish. The, the transitions from the calf crusher into an arm bar, into a yes lock, out of the yes lock, into the catapult. Like, that was all really, really, really good. So good. Love these guys doing it. And... um. I, I honestly thought that Brian was going to win um, via tapping out Styles to the yes lock. I thought he was going to do that. I thought he was going to be uh, – he was going to remain face while being disrespectful to AJ after winning. The penis punt caught me off guard. I did <laughs> not see them – turning him heel and even after the penis punt his reaction like oh crap i can't believe what i did well i better win this title because i really want to be champion again and he wins and that's it i thought okay well they can figure out how to deal with the the penis punt later and then no 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 he, he goes over he like tastes his own blood and kicks aj right in the head uh, and then gets the crazy, sadistic, like Bray Wyatt-ish look in his eyes. Um, we're 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 getting a new Daniel Bryan as WWE champion, and look, I mean, he regardless of whether or not he beats Brock Lesnar, he's still going to be the champion next Tuesday. Almost certainly going to be the champion when he probably faces AJ Styles at TLC. If 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 he's still the champion, come Royal Rumble, you have an opportunity for possibly the Miz winning the MMC, the Must Mix Mass Challenge, and getting the thirty <laughs> slot, and then the Miz becoming the Royal Rumble winner, and then we get Miz versus Daniel Bryan, the Miz, babyface Miz versus isn't that, Daniel Bryan. Isn't all, that a swerve? All these things are possible, and I'm going to allow them. Allow them. <laughs> some leeway to figure out how to do good things with this. But I, I, I honestly, I, I, I don't know. This, this, this did shock me. Um, it did again. This, this seemed like, okay, so uh, what if we put the title on Daniel Bryan um, and he's a heel? Sure, let's do that. Like it, just, it felt like it was one of those things where we're going we're gonna to figure out what we're going to do with this later. But we gotta we gotta shock some people because this whole thing I, I honestly do believe they were planning on main eventing uh Survivor series with Becky versus Rhonda. Like they, they were building that was the whole thing they were talking about over and over and over again. The the invasion angle they ran last night was the women. Like it was going to be a the whole thing, the heart of Survivor Series was gonna be Becky versus Rhonda. No, that's out the window. Either. Yeah. Yeah. So Brian becomes a five-time world champion in WWE, if you believe it. I mean, it's it's kind of lost in a lot of people. He has been world champion four times, WWE champion four times, world heavyweight champion another time. AJ Styles' run ends at 371 days. I can't tell you after watching AJ Styles for, gosh, 
I think I first started to watch him in maybe 2001, I think was the Air Paris, AJ Styles run in WCW. And I was instantly captivated by the work that this guy did. It was way ahead of its time to the point to where so far ahead of its time, 17, 18 years later, here he is off a one-year run as champion. A guy that Vince McMahon wasn't particularly fond of well into his WWE run and then saw how tough the guy was how, how good he was, how well he transitioned. And dare I say that AJ Styles broke through Vince McMahon quite a bit and made him shed some of his preconceived notions about a lot of wrestlers, as has Daniel Bryan, mind you. Yeah. So uh, hats off to AJ Styles, a year-plus run, and most importantly, he ended the reign of Jinder Mahal. As we talked about, that's what we remember most. Yes. Out of all this. We do have NXT TakeOver War Games and Survivor Series this weekend. Live post shows after both of those. So I want every single one of you that are here right now to join us for both of those. It's time to make our predictions, Alex, at least based on what we have right now. What has been announced? You can always get these event updates over at FightfulWrestling.com. Let's go ahead and do it. NXT TakeOver. Shayna Baszler defends the NXT Women's Champion. Two out of three falls against Kyrie Sane with a lot of speculation regarding the horsewomen. And now the, the remaining horsewomen are in canon WWE characters now. How do you think this one goes? I think Shayna retains. I think uh I think she I think she wins the, the first fall on her own, and then Kyrie comes back and gets the second one, and uh then Shayna requires help from her her uh, horsewomen friends to to get the third. I'm going with Baszler as well. If we get a women's tag team division and it's mm-hmm. floating like we suspect that it, it is and should be, and that's just speculation on myself and Alex's yeah. part, Kyrie Sane and Neo Shirai are a just tailor-made team. Yep. There. Uh, Johnny Gargano against Aleister Black. Aleister Black looking to uh, – Get, gets his heats back as he yep. returns from injury. Mm-hmm. I can't shake this feeling that we're going to get Johnny and Ciampa back together again, but as dark side of the moon heels, like just d- Johnny on the dark side is just so weird to look at. And I just love the idea of Ciampa being like, see, see buddy. This is who you should have been all the time, and him being like, like the emperor to to Johnny Gargano's Darth Vader, and being more like a mentor to him. I think that we're gonna get a dark side DIY at some point, um, and I think it starts with with Champa possibly helping Johnny in this match. That would be very interesting. I, I'm going with you on that one. War Games, the War Raiders, Pete Dunne and Ricochet against the Undisputed Era. I got to go with the Undisputed Era. They are special. Yeah. A very special kind of shit heel, and they're going to get a big pop, and then whatever they do will get over as heels throughout the match. I've mentioned this time and time again. Tommaso Ciampa, Dean Ambrose, it is a new kind of heel where the crowd respects and likes these people but are more than happy and willing to go on the ride with them. Sort of like Elias on the main roster for a little while before he turned face. I got to go with the hot hand, Undisputed Era. Yeah, I, I, I think they'll find a way to win. Um, it'll be interesting to see how they how they get rid of, you know, the two brutes, um, a, a Marvel Comics character, and and perhaps one of the, the best wrestlers, like real professional wrestlers I've ever seen in Pete Dunne. But I still feel like there's no way you can beat the Undisputed Era if they're all working together. Tommaso Ciampa defends against Velveteen Dream, and Velveteen Dream has had his problems outside the ring. I mean, there there have been some issues, and he's still very young in his career. But he is also a very special talent, too. Yeah, yeah. That is a term I reserve for, uh, for a select few people in wrestling in WWE. But he is a special talent. Yeah. Is he the type of talent that can carry the NXT Championship, and will he after his match with Ciampa? No, I mean, I, I think there's a there's a chance that Champa helps Johnny Gargano in the match with with Alistair Black. I think there's a much larger chance that Johnny Gargano helps Tommaso Champa and like submits himself to his to, to his master Tommaso Champa 
Um, especially because you have this thing to fall back on where Velveteen Dream started the Johnny Failure chant to Johnny yeah. Gargano. I think that there's, there's some unfinished business between him and between the two of them. I think Ciampa retains because I, I feel like there's so much more you can do with that storyline of, of Ciampa of being this evil guy in charge, especially if he's got like this crazy, creepy lackey in, in, in Johnny Gargano. There's, a, there's so much depth to plumb there. Reminder, we do go live five minutes after NXT TakeOver is done. And of course, we've got WWE Survivor Series 2018. Hey guys, I want you all over in these live coverage shows on our discus boards. I know maybe some of you all have hit up discus boards on other sites. We have a very welcoming community over there. Raw, SmackDown, any show. We go live for almost every show. Drop in, make your predictions, say hi. It would mean a lot to us. Uh, it's a part of helping us grow as a community and as a website. If you want more great stories like the ones that we did today and the backstage news we had today, uh, the bigger our site is, the more uh, likely people are to give us the skizoops, as we say. We got Survivor Series. Let's go ahead and talk about it. Now, quite frankly, the answer to a couple of these should be, who gives a shit? Yep. Most, most of them should be who gives a shit. Uh, most of them. But we have Team Raw, Team SmackDown, the women's team. Nia Jax, Tamina, Mickie James, Natalia, and Ruby Riot with Alexa Bliss against Asuka, Naomi, Carmella, Sonya Deville, and TBD. I want to ask who is TBD? I mean, TBD can't be TBD if it's going to be Lana, right? Like, if it's it's just going to wind up being... If it's just going to wind up being Lana or Mandy Rose, they wouldn't make it TBD. It's got to be somebody, a a big thing. I don't know what that thing is, but maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it's going to wind up being Lana or Zelina. It would also be good, but she's she's not called up. No, she's not. Um, It would be cool if they did. If they said, like, Nikki Cross, and she's also part of the SmackDown now, that would be great, but I don't think they're going to do that either. Um, I look at the Raw side, and I go... Really? Nia's going to win this. Nia's... Well, uh, you're probably right. And she's probably going to win it with a KO punch. Yeah, well, <laughs> maybe. If they decide to run with it, maybe. Otherwise, I could absolutely see Asuka doing it again. Team Raw versus Team SmackDown. Drew McIntyre, Dolph Ziggler, Braun Strowman, Finn Balor, Bobby Lashley against Joe, Shane, McMahon, Rey Mysterio, The Miz, and Jeff Hardy. I can't imagine how Team Raw doesn't win. Yeah. And Team SmackDown's won two years in a row. It's their time. But then again, WWE loves to swerve. Yeah, they do the thing. Man, that that team on Team SmackDown just screams, got nothing for you. Yep. Hey, remember that thing at Survivor Series last year where there was this weird deal where, like, Triple H kind of used Braun Strowman yeah. To, to defeat Shane McMahon, and then Braun like snapped and power slammed Triple H, and we were like, "Ooh, what's gonna come out of this?" And the answer was nothing. Nothing. God, I love Survivor Series where whatever happens doesn't fucking matter. Yeah, but um, they they have done a very good job lately of at least establishing motives for characters, and that I can appreciate. Yes. Well, uh, we'll we'll see if whatever happens on Sunday even matters by Monday. But I, I cannot imagine Raw winning, which is why somehow SmackDown is going to. Team Raw versus Team SmackDown. B-Team, The Revival, Lucha House Party, Chad Gable and Bobby Roode in the Ascension against the Usos, New Day, The Good Brothers, The Colognes, and Sanity. SmackDown should win in a shutout. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. One guy beat up the entire Raw side. So tell me, what are eleven guys gonna do? Like the the Usos and um and New Day and Sanity and Good Brothers should exclusively work the match. Have the Colognes sit at ringside and like you know pass out drinks. Um, but I'm <laughs> like coconuts with little umbrellas in them. Um, but yeah, there's nobody on 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 Raw even even compares. I mean, the, the revival do, but they're not being used properly. 
Yeah. Don't, if don't, I had my way, I would use this to establish somebody who needed established. Yeah, but I, I don't know. It, it's it's a it's a this this match is what the the absolute epitome of who did who gives a damn. Yeah. We do have an honest to god title match on this show. Buddy yes. Murphy defends against Mustafa Ali. Yep. I'm I would be inclined to go with Buddy Murphy, but yeah. There's not a lot of buzz around the 205 live brand or the championship, so I, I don't know that that's necessarily a given. Yeah. Um listen, uh if if you your people out there who don't watch 205 live these two guys on a random Tuesday night had uh, a um, no disqualification match that like set the world on fire. You can find it. It's very easy. It's the best match in the history of that show. Um, these guys work so well together. If, if, if WWE gives them 13 minutes and lets them just go for it, it's the best match of the night in a walk. These guys are so good together. Um, I'm I'm hoping it's Mustafa because it'd be kind of cool if if Cedric doesn't get his automatic rematch against Buddy Murphy, he gets his automatic rematch against Mustafa, and that there could be some cool things you could play with that friendship dissolving over that in that way. I'm always I'm a Mustafa stand, so I'm gonna root for him, but I'm I'm hoping it they actually get put the belt on him. He deserves it. Up next, we have the authors of Pain, actually just AOP now, yeah. and the bar. AOP got to win this. Yeah, they do. Uh, they do, but I don't. I I don't. I don't know. I don't know that they will. Um, one thing's for certain: Big Show is choke slamming Drake Maverick. Oh yeah, yeah. That's that hap- is that is happening. That is. If you can find a way to bet on that, like with actual money, whatever the odds are, put do down every, every cent you own. That they is happening. Odds on Fightful.com, just saying. Yeah. Oh, by the way, guys, if you all want more 205 Live coverage, that is one of our live post shows on FightfulSelect.com. Our boy Warren Hayes, who will be joining us Saturday and Sunday for these post shows. Seth Rollins, Shinsuke Nakamura. I would imagine Dean Ambrose gets involved and costs Seth Rollins. Yeah. Smash. Also, it would be a big win for Nakamura. WWE likes to do that, give people wins that you wouldn't expect. But I think Nakamura is winning this. Yeah, I think the match will be very, very good for as long as it lasts until uh, Dean Ambrose costs, costs Seth Rollins the match. Ronda Rousey versus Charlotte Flair. Ronda Rousey's winning this match. Yeah, um, I don't think it's a clean finish. I think they protect both of them. They should. Um, I think it'll be a DQ or a double count out or something. Uh, I think I think Ronda will look extremely strong, but they they will they will they will not make her win clean over Charlotte. They're they're saving that for something. Brock Lesnar, Daniel Bryan, Brock is winning this match as well. <laughs> Maybe another dirty finish. AJ Styles might get involved somehow. Yeah. I, I I could I could definitely see AJ getting involved. Um, it'd be weird to have him off the show entirely. Um, although, uh, in case you were wondering, he was slated to compete in the mixed match challenge tonight, um, but did not because you know he got beat up by uh, Daniel Bryan and they replaced him with Jeff Hardy. So you know, uh, yeah, me, that's the thing. I, I I can appreciate I'm gl- it. I'm glad they did that. Uh, and they lost, didn't they? I'm 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 assuming they did, which is why they were undefeated at that point. Battle the undefeateds tonight. Yeah, exactly. I'm assuming that they lost. It would, it would make sense for them to have lost. Um, I I only saw that they replaced him with Jeff Hardy. Anyway, uh, yeah, Brock is beating Daniel Bryan because he's Brock, but I also expect Daniel Bryan to like put the hurting on on Brock with a lot of cool submission moves. We will have live coverage. Like I said, guys, come over, hang out in our Discus forums. Uh, we've got we've got regular forums. We've got community on Fightful Select. No shortage of ways you all can interact with other wrestling fans and Fightful readers. But really want to encourage you guys to check out our live coverage of Raw, SmackDown, any show, and, and join in on the conversation there. Join in on the conversation here on YouTube as well. We are on podcast platforms everywhere. If you're new to us, iHeartRadio. 
FightfulPods.com. You can just download it or stream it. Uh, we've got Libsyn. We've got iTunes. We're everywhere, guys. There's there's no reason to not catch us. Follow Alex at Palowski the Fourth. Follow me at Sean Ross at. Follow us at Fightful Online. Listen, your boy, number 98. It's coming Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern. Thank you guys so much. I can't tell you how much it means to me that you are all here tonight. Our most watched live SmackDown show ever might be one of our most live watched just week weekly shows, period, because wow. I feel like it might be beyond uh, Raw a few weeks ago. It was maybe pretty close. Uh, but I want to thank you guys so much. Over the last two and a half months, we've had our most watched shows ever, our most watched MMA show ever, most watched post-Raw, most watched post-Smackdown shows that we've ever done in two and a half years. We're trying to bring you guys news and give you a little more substance, not make you read 15-word articles and all that. Uh, I do uh, news update videos here all the time, too. If there's anything you all want to see added, let me know. We will make it happen. Until next time, guys, we're out.